0: Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Potty mouths, welcome back. Welcome back. It has once again been a hot minute. I missed last week's episode and I'm starting to realize that I am putting so much pressure on myself to keep up with episodes that this is almost turning into a chore, which is a thousand percent not what it should be. So I've decided as of this very minute to just um, record whenever I feel like it. And I don't know, maybe I'll go back to the Thursday schedule. I don't really know, but it doesn't really look like many people have noticed, which means that I shouldn't have any pressure on myself. So i uh, Yeah, starting off with that, um, how is everybody doing? We are officially halfway through September, which is absolutely fucking bananas to me. I just quite don't understand. Next thing I know, it's going to be Christmas, which I love Christmas season. I'm, I'm here for it, but I just, I truly didn't expect the year to be going by so fast. And it's like getting to that point in the year where... I'm like, what the fuck did I do this year? What did I accomplish? What do I have to show for myself? Which maybe I'm the only one, but um, I guess I still have three months left to like do something or to get over that feeling so I don't like round out the year feeling that way. I don't know. That was not planned, very off topic, but I owe you guys an update. Last time. I recorded an episode, I had mentioned that I went on a second date with that guy from Hinge, and I am here to update you all and let you know that I decided to end things with him, and I'll give you an explanation now, so I was, I, I think, I definitely mentioned after the first date that I was like, it felt like kind of weird to give live updates um, and partially I was thinking of it from like a privacy perspective, or like, well, what if this does move forward and I'm sitting here like thinking out loud on my podcast? But also I think I just was like processing through it and I'm like, well, how can I talk to you guys about it when I still don't even know how I'm feeling? So the we went on the second date, and so for context, the first date lasted three hours, the second date lasted three and a half hours, which is I think all things considered like pretty long dates. But as you know, me, I talk for a living or what, you know, whatever by hobby. I could talk to a literal broccoli. So me talking to someone for three hours, like really is not, I don't know. It's not like the hallmark of like a great relationship. Um, as long as they listen and ask questions, like I'll talk on forever. So but in that, you know, I was thinking, like, wow, this person seems like we got along super well. He's super easygoing. The word I kept using to describe him was, like, even-keeled, like, stable, which, you know, isn't saying too much in comparison to me because I don't think many people would use the word even-keeled or stable to describe me. I take pride in that, but that's not, you know, those just aren't words that I think would be used to describe me. So... Yeah. So obviously like super chatty. Um, We had a lot of things in alignment. Like we actually have similar jobs. Well, job titles. I think what we do are totally different. Uh, Totally different things. So that like good group of friends likes to travel um, is into like fun activities let's see what else. Like I said, like super stable hat, like basically uh, the way I can describe it was like, he was promising. Like there was definitely promise and potential there. And after the second date, I was like, I could totally see him like coming to a group function with my friends and like getting along fine. And I think that that's like one way to just describe it was like fine, like getting along fine. Um, and I have, a thing with the word fine. I, if I ask someone, how does this look? How do I look? And someone says, fine. I'm like, okay, it looks bad. Let me go change it. My roommate from college, freshman and sophomore year can attest to that. Like she, she saw it as like a good thing. I did not. So anyways, that now looking back, that's how I could describe everything was like as fine. But the reality of it was that I realized I wasn't, like excited to see this person, and partially, I don't know if I mentioned this in the first, um, the first episode, like leading up to the first date. Well, like after the first date or not, but basically, like me and him were only exchanging about one message a day. We both would respond wicked late um, or just like take forever to respond. I wasn't like doing it on purpose. We just obviously were both super busy. But leading up to the first date, that was really nice because there were no expectations for me going into it. Whereas, as I've mentioned before, my MO is like accidentally talking to someone for two weeks before we're at the point of going on a date. And at that point, whether you want to or not, you have these expectations of, am I going to like this person like I like them over text or you already hate them that happens to me most of the times. So that was really good, but then after the first date I'm like, "Okay, now I kind of need a little bit more if you're going to want me to get excited to to see you, you know?" And so we had like Uh, basically on a Thursday scheduled or kind of confirmed that we'd see each other again on Tuesday. This is leading up to the second date. And then I didn't hear from him for a couple of days. And I thought, well, maybe he's, first of all, I didn't even really care. I just, by like Sunday, was like, okay, that's kind of fucking weird. Like, are we still going on a date? And then I, but I thought like, maybe you're super busy or whatever. He did end up texting me on Monday. And then we saw each other on Tuesday. And I, Had asked like how his weekend was or whatever, and he said that it was super low key. And I'm like in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, well, when you didn't think to like text me at any point in time, I don't like again. I it's not that I need you to text. I well, I do. I want to be in communication with the person that I'm dating, but also I want to get more excited about you than I am right now, which again should just be a sign. So we go on the date and basically. I realized through a series of events that I'm just, like, not physically attracted to this person, which basically this whole thing, my conundrum, was, like, the rational side of my brain versus, like, the emotional, like, energy side, Um, and I've talked a lot before him into, like, love attraction, spirituality, and energy, and all of that kind of stuff, and I have no other way to describe it other than, like, he's, like, an attractive person. I just was, like, not attracted to him. Um, there was a kiss at the end of the second date, and it did just didn't really do anything for me. I'll leave it at that. So... But again, I left the date and I'm like, well, we talked for a long time. He was super easy to talk to and I can like see the potential. And I kept going back and forth with myself. And what I did, which I, I realized afterwards, that's when I kind of knew, okay, this needs to end, was that I was going to a lot of different people and telling them the story and waiting and like looking for their opinion. And then I, I was like getting annoyed by certain reactions. So... In hindsight, I look back and I realize I knew instinctively like deep down inside what it is that I wanted to do about this situation. I just felt, and I don't know if any of you singletons out there, I'm the mayor of Singleton, but I know I have some fellow residents as well. I don't know if any of you guys can relate to this, but maybe it's like self-imposed pressure, but I have this sense, this feeling that because I am always single, that it felt like a bit... Stupid to turn down someone who clearly likes me and is interested in me and is stable and is great and has a good job, like blah blah blah, all this shit, just because this, like, quote unquote, attraction wasn't there. Um, and you know, for a lot of people, they say that attraction grows, and I believe that, but I also know that, like, for me, I think if it's just not there in the beginning, I find it really hard to push that forward for it to grow I'm like once I get the ick like I totally get the ick so that's kind of what I went back and forth on for a couple of days without realizing it and then I talked to my spiritual guru by that I mean chaunch and as I was like talking to him I was like okay I I definitely know what I need to do and uh, okay just to backtrack another thing that was weird was like okay we hadn't been texting so one might assume that we were kind of on the same page in terms of like intensity of feelings I would say but I got the sense at the end of the second date when he like held my hand to walk me to my car and then like kissed me it was just like would yak at the thought which obviously is like very much a sign but I think in his mind we were like a lot further along than we actually are or were which is Kind of a red flag to me because I'm like, we weren't even texting, we weren't even communicating. I literally don't know anything, like going into the second date, at least, I don't know any more about you than I did on the first date. Like, what what is going through your mind right now? And there were a couple things I think now, looking back in terms of personality, that I'm like, Ew, that would not have worked. For example, I brought up, and I don't know in what context, it wasn't me being weird, being like, oh, guys on dating apps, but whatever the conversation was, I brought up how guys on dating apps are really weird, and I told him about how this guy, I think I mentioned it in the last episode, he commented, oh, you must have gotten really hot in those pants, yeah, yeah, I did, um, and I was like, guys have it so easy because girls, like, are definitely not weird like that. And he said, no, no, girls can be weird on apps too. So this is while we're at dinner. I So I was asking him, well, how so? How so? Oh, two different things. So one, so one, that was one. Um, And he wouldn't tell me, and he wanted to wait to tell me when we were at the bar. He had already planned for us to, like, do dinner and then an after-dinner drink. A bit too much planning for my liking, but whatever. I liked that he in the first place because the last guy that I like actually seriously dated left everything up to me obviously that didn't go anywhere um and I think like I mean obviously I'm very open I have a fucking podcast where I talk about stupid shit like the thought of me sitting at dinner mind you we were outside in the north end where there were like thousands of people like I think there is probably very little conversation that I wouldn't feel comfortable having in that setting and Yeah, so that would have been an adjustment if we had dated and obviously it didn't work out. And then another thing, and this is how I should have known that this boy had no future in my life. When I did bring it up, I said, like, dude, I have so many, like, you should see the amount of weird responses I get from guys on dating apps. Like, I just can't believe that people actually say these things. And he goes, you should start a dating series either on TikTok or on YouTube of advice to guys like things they shouldn't say on, on dating apps. And I he did know I have a TikTok because I sent him um, the one that we made at Jen's wedding. So he knew that, but I the natural progression of that conversation would have been for me to say, yeah, I actually have a podcast which like I share a lot of my dating stories. And which by the way, my profile my um Profile says that I have a podcast, so anyways, but I didn't feel comfortable bringing that up, and I didn't know why, and I still don't, I don't know if it was because I knew I wanted to be able to tell you guys about everything, and if this person found out that I had a podcast and they would go and listen, then I would feel restricted to do so, and I'm not sitting here talking shit about him, obviously, he was a very, very nice guy, it's just like long-term compatibility was not there, but, so yeah, so anyway, so I texted him a couple days later after the text, when he, like, in response to a text, and said, Hey, you know, I just, I want to be honest with you. I don't see any long-term compatibility. And he seemed bummed over text, which, again, is like a little, I mean, I'm fun. I'm a good time, for sure, for sure. I can understand why losing me is a total hit um but also I definitely could tell that like even if I would wanted to for my own sake do one more date just to like really seal the nail in the coffin I could tell that that was going to be already like stringing him further along than needed to be so I decided to cut it short so that is where that stands in terms of hinge activity since it's really been Floppy McFlopperton out here on the apps. Well, first of all, I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but there has been a, a large influx of tall, tall men on the apps, on Hint specifically. That's the only one that I'm on. I am here for it. I'm totally here for it um however yeah they're not really going anywhere so one guy messaged me saying you bad question mark I forget if I already told you guys this I just still cannot believe someone would say that as an opening line how could I possibly possibly respond like yeah what am I gonna say yeah bad to the core rotten to the core what's it saying hell no then there was this other guy who had actually exchanged a couple messages with but like Nothing really substantial. Um, We finally got to the part about like where the other person lives, um, and he was saying he's from Portsmouth. And I asked if that's where he lives now. He goes, Yeah, the town over like ten minutes away. You should come up. This no. Um, first of all, no. Second of all, if you're gonna ask me to hang out, ask me on a date. Don't say like you should come up. What? What am I your your friend? Mm. (sighs) No, thank you. So I obviously stopped responding. Another guy had a prompt saying, I know the best spot in town for espresso martinis, which by the way, Men on Hinge is, this is what everyone says nowadays, which is fine. I love a good espresso martini, so I'll take it. But so I liked that answer or whatever. We started chatting, or no, I sent him the opening message saying, okay, blank, tell me where we're going for the best espresso martinis. Mm -hmm. North End, I know a few places. I mean, my response wasn't great, but I said, oh, yes, I have heard that actually. What else was I supposed to say? Like, are you gatekeeping? Excuse me. There was another guy who responded. And so I have a prompt on my my profile that asks for what song people are currently obsessed with to add to my playlist. That's obviously outdated because I haven't done that in a while. But he like asked what kind of songs we're talking about, blah, blah, blah. Never, never asks me a question, like just talks about himself in a couple of messages. I'm like, oh, I've never heard of that podcast. I'll have to check it out, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, like he asks me a question. I'm like, mm, okay, so I already see where this is going. Another guy messages me. This was Sunday night. I was like, swipe, swipe, swiping away during the football game. Were you just at the Pats game? No, I wasn't. I wish. That's what I responded. No response. Great. Then there was this other guy that I was talking to during the game who's responding like light, light speed. He asked where I was watching the game. I said I'm at a friend's house, blah, blah, blah. He's He messaged me saying, I can't believe we're about to lose. I'm like, I know, tough one. On to the next one, I suppose. And then he hits me with that want to go out for a drink or dinner sometime. I know I literally, the the four messages exchanged, like maybe, like nothing substantial. Am I wrong for... Not want, not feeling comfortable already going on a date. Like, I'm sorry that you just, I don't know anything about you. I don't know that you're not a serial killer. Serial killer. Serial killer. Men, help me help you. One uh, weird thing that did happen was that someone who I went to college with, who was in my sorority, her, I guess, now ex-boyfriend, I didn't realize that they were broken up, um, liked me on Hinge. That was a moment of flattery. I obviously tossed him the X, but my reaction to that was a bit of shock, I will be honest. It's just one of those things where it's like, obviously, that's bound to happen. Like We're bound to see people that we know on the apps, but it is just, it is very odd when it happens. Then... I had a guy message me, he commented on my picture from my friend's bachelorette um, of me looking like J-Lo, or self-proclaimed looking like J-Lo, in the water holding a beer can, and he said, a thirst trap if I've ever seen one, with the eyeballs emoji, and then the emoji where the person's doing an X, and first of all, I'm like, isn't the first rule of thirst trapping to not acknowledge a thirst trap, like, first of all second of all is me in my bathing suit automatically constituting a thirst trap just because I'm showing off my body like in my mind I'm more so showing off the coastline right here you know are we thirst trapping um palm coast maybe I don't know and then for him to use that x emoji like do you not like it I mean you like it enough that you're commenting on my picture or are you just on a power trip and feel the need to call out a woman on one of the apps for a, a, <laughs> a potential thirst shot. I just don't get it. Obviously did not match. I woke up this morning to a message from someone. Listen, I it sounds like the apps have been very active. They, just, no, let they, don't let this misrepresent my current experience of blandness. Um, but I woke up to a message from someone saying, can you send me a video of you doing a 360 trying to show my mom what I want for Christmas this year? I'm flattered, but baby money can't buy this. Well, no, can't. And then I will leave you with the weirdest, absolute weirdest thing that happened to me this week. I'm still reeling over it. So I have, the way that my Instagram profile is set up or like my account or whatever, if someone tags me in a, a story and it's like one someone that I follow, it obviously shows up as a DM And all of a sudden, I see, like, a notification that I got added, like, at the at sign, got tagged in a story, and I'm thinking, that's so weird, I didn't get a DM for it. It was some guy that had followed me approximately 20 minutes prior, posted a picture of me, one of my Instagram pictures, I think. I actually should go back and look. I forget if I Instagrammed this picture, and I'm kind of scared, um... And it says, beautiful smile, exclamation, 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 beautiful beauty. <laughs> exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Um, and he's like a 45-year-old man from Boston. So, again, I'm flattered a bit. Actually, I should see if that's on my screen right now. A bit concerned for my safety, but also... Also, the picture was from my friend Shannon's birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. But it was from May 9th. We're looking at how many months ago is that? Four. Um, So he did some searching, he did some swiping, which again is fine. Um, I don't know what his intent was with that DM or that Insta story. If it was to promote me, if it was to try and woo me, I'm really not sure. It didn't work, but again, I appreciate the effort. And. Yeah, that is all that I have for you guys. Basically, one big episode with dating updates. Um, enjoy it. Savor it while you can because chances are there will be quite nothing again for a very long time because that's usually how it goes in my life. It comes in waves um, and then there's like nothingness. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed as always. Have a great weekend. I might post this today. I don't really know. Um, Have a great whatever fucking day it is that you're listening to this and let's get after it.